Welcome to the 74th installment of Ear to the Ground, the Land Stewardship Project's audio podcast on family farming, sustainable agriculture, local food systems, and local democracy. I'm Brian DeVore, editor of the Land Stewardship Letter. Jody Lenz grew up on a farm and always had an itch to get back to the land producing food. Her husband Mike, on the other hand, had next to no interest in farming. In fact, he was pretty upset in 2006 when he discovered that Jody had signed the couple up to take the Land Stewardship Project's Farm Beginnings course. I didn't want to be in there with a bunch of tree-hugging hippie freaks, Mike told me one recent afternoon. Well, Jody and Mike now have three years of community-supported agriculture under their belt. This is a type of farming where eaters buy a share in an operation and in return get a weekly delivery of naturally raised produce throughout the growing season. CSA farming is not like raising corn or soybeans. It's the kind of endeavor where you not only have to raise the food, but become the face behind the food for the people who consume it. The Lenses have purchased a former dairy farm near the western Wisconsin community of Star Prairie, established a walk-in cooler in the garage for vegetables, and are planning on using the ruins of a dairy barn as a basis for a new greenhouse. Even Mike is ready to admit that he's a full-fledged farmer now. What happened? He says he was impressed with Farm Beginning's emphasis on sound business planning, profitability, and the kind of goal-setting it takes to create a sustainable food production business. Sustainability from a financial and quality-of-life standpoint is important to the Lenses, who have three young children. Mike and Jody have also been helped by the fact that they were mentored by longtime farmers Margaret Pennings and Dan Gittner, who operate Common Harvest, a pioneering CSA farm in the region. Common Harvest has hosted Farm Beginnings Field Days in the past, and Gittner recommended the Lenses take the class. Before taking the class, the Lenses didn't know what farming enterprise they wanted to pursue. But they had always had a big garden, and the class helped the couple decide that CSA farming was a good fit for them. For one thing, it appeared easier to work with on a trial basis than, say, raising livestock. Since graduating from Farm Beginnings, they've dipped their toes into the CSA farming system gradually. While still living in town during the summer of 2007, they plowed up their own yard as well as a neighbor's and sold 10 shares in their trial CSA for $100 apiece. That went well, so they bought the former dairy farm. During the summer of 2008, they doubled their CSA share offering and expanded their plantings. During the third season of CSA farming, the Lenz's Threshing Table Farm had 40 members, and they plan on expanding to 100 eventually. Mike and Jody recently talked to me about how Farm Beginnings helped Mike get over his desire to avoid farming at all costs, while providing Jody a dose of practical knowledge so that she didn't let her passion to farm get them in over their heads. Mike, I guess to put it uh, uh, delicately, you weren't uh, real excited about farming, and uh, this was kind of Jody's idea, and when you first went to that class, it wasn't something you were real real interested in doing, but uh, I wonder if you could just talk a little bit about how Farm Beginnings kind of helped change your mind a little bit, or what, what, what it was about the classes that kind of got you a little bit more into it. I was not interested at all. Um, went kicking and screaming. Um, sat in the first class, and, and the person that was talking was talking about sustainability, about profitability, and everything. And that, and being able to grow your family, you know, and and have a lifestyle that was um, suitable. And that that spoke to me. It was it was it was the path I was looking for, and it was just a direction that. I got that I needed. Took me hook, line, and sinker right there, and I've been running uh, full speed ever since. Yeah. Love it. And, and was it? Did you feel like there was uh, other people in the class that were kind of that kind of that passion came through with the other students in the class too? I think so. I can't speak for them, but I, I believe um, 
it took other people too. Um, the the class is a phenomenal and wonderful um, thing for people to do. Hopefully find a direction or at least inform them about what they may want to do with their lives. Well, one thing, Jody, you were, talk, uh, you were talking about was you had kind of, uh, you had farm, grew up farming and you had, uh, you had left the farm and, and kind of done some other things, done some teaching, but then you'd got kind of that bug had bit you again. And uh, so you had were looking for any way you could to maybe get back into the farm and and saw farm beginnings as maybe a way to uh, you, you felt like you had to do something. You weren't quite sure if you were going to go into farming. I don't know if you could just talk a little bit about that, kind of what you were thinking. Sure. I had for about six years almost obsessed about wanting to farm, but not really. I didn't have any way in to farming. I didn't know how to acquire land, how to go about it, and my husband at that time was not. Uh, a partner in that idea. So taking Farm Beginnings was really a way for us to see if farming was even a viable option for us. And I knew taking the class that I may find out that farming wasn't for me and then I could hopefully walk away from that idea and move on with my life. But as it, I'm happy it turned out, um, we instead found a way into farming in a way that um, has just been a huge blessing for our family. And This area that you're in here is really kind of a hotbed of CSA farming, it seems like. And, and you guys had talked about one of the reasons you were interested in CSA farming was it gave you a way to, you could kind of do a trial CSA, whereas other uh, types of farming, it's not as easy. Talk about how you did that. You, you kind of dug up your yard or something? Yeah, um, during, while we were taking the class and during the same time we were um, working in the mentorship, we used, we were living in town, had a small lot, and we had a garden, and we made it a little bigger. We used a neighbor's yard, and their garden, and then a friend's yard outside of town. And we um, decided to start our own mini trial CSA. So we found 10 willing people. They each paid $100. We told them we did not know what we were doing, but to go along with us on our little journey, and they did. And so we uh, grew things for them and packed up little boxes for them each week, and it was a really great learning experience. And it helped us to realize that, yes, we definitely wanted to do this. And we also found that um, the next year when we started our CSA officially that we had this wealth of knowledge to go back on and have had learned from. It led us into farming without a great deal of expenditure, um, whereas other farming, hogs or dairy or, or even um, grains, there is an expense to get into farming, whereas we already had the expense. We had a tiller, and we could till up our, our yard. No, I think that's a, that's what that's been the real attraction to CSA farming, is it can be a way to get in with uh, not a whole lot of resources and give it a shot and see how it goes, that type of thing. The, the other thing is you're right in an area where there's so many other CSA farms. I know you guys have had a good mentorship experience with uh, Common Harvest Farm, uh, Dan and Margaret, and that's it seems like that's been a really valuable experience as well. Priceless, priceless. The wealth of knowledge or I've been able to gain um, from just being able to talk to Dan or Margaret is is phenomenal. And just the friendship that we have with them. I mean, it's wonderful to be able to know that they're there to support us. Um, and it's certainly we're beyond the technical mentorship period, but um, it's just great to be able to call them up and chat about whatever. Yeah. Excited about the season here? We're standing here. It's about 35 degrees right now, and so things don't look real promising, but spring will come. Are you guys excited about this new season? You kind of recharge and ready to go? 
Yeah, we're definitely ready to go. Got stuff growing and uh, itching to get out in some warm dirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The it's it's time to get back outside. I'm I'm ready for the sunrises again. So it's uh, ready to go. Can't wait. For more on Farm Beginnings, see www.farmbeginnings.org. That's farmbeginnings.org. More on Threshing Table Farm is at www.threshingtablefarm.org. That's threshingtablefarm.org. If you have comments or suggestions about this podcast, contact me, Brian DeVore, at bdevore at landstewardshipproject.org. Or you can call 612-722-6377. Thanks to Laura Borgendale. Western Minnesota musician, for Ear to the Ground's theme music. And a special thank you to all of Land Stewardship Project's members who make initiatives such as this podcast possible. If you're not a member, visit landstewardshipproject.org to learn how you can support LSP. Thanks for listening. <laughs>